This is a special edition of Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. In studio, Mario and Carrie D'Artenzio on uh, the answering. Uh, Gene and Karen in there taking uh, your opportunities for free tickets to see the Dropbox film next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We do have some theaters that are completely um, full now. But there's still opportunity for you to see this film and uh, take some friends. That's what we want. 602-508-0960 is the number to call right now to win tickets. And uh, like I said, if you have a like your Sunday school class or you want to take a small group, uh, depending on where we're at in the Valley, we can still accommodate that. 602-508-0960. Don't wait, though, because we are running out of seats quickly. Jim Moon. Uh, thanks again for taking time. We've already had a conversation or two here on Koinonia, but I just kind of wanted to focus uh, a whole hour on this topic because just a you know a twelve minute interview is not really enough uh, to get to the emotional depth and spiritual depth and just awareness of this film. You have been involved from the very beginning as far as focus is concerned. What are some of the things that you're getting feedback on? Do you think this is really going to be a tipping point for the culture? Well, we, what we see is uh, what the movie is really demonstrating for us is something that we see time and again. And, I, and I'm sure um, that Mario and Carrie have noticed this as well. When you have, for example, in our case, we all have special needs children. Um, you wind up in a community and in a subculture where you know other families who have special needs kids as well. Mm -hmm. And when we say special needs, you've got a wide, wide range, my goodness, right. of abilities and disabilities. And so I think of, for example, my friend Ben Hernandez, who has his little boy Andrew, is pretty involved. You know, he's wheelchair bound. He can't speak. He can't feed himself. He can't walk. Pretty much everything that Andrew does is done because his dad and mom help him do that. And I and when you see and witness somebody who lives their life so sacrificially because he does it with that spirit of the dad, he's taking care of his little baby boy, there is something that resonates in the human spirit when you see that that frankly brings tears to my eyes. And, and, and when you observe somebody who does that, I mean, Ben was handed that and he's stepped up to it marvelously. But there are other people who actually volunteer for that task and set their entire lives aside. Mm. There's something deeply spiritual there. And that's the story that I think resonates so much with Pastor Lee. And I always like to point out Pastor Lee and his wife. His mm, wife yeah. is, is integral to this, and she doesn't <laughs> get nearly enough credit. In fact, I, I finally got to meet her a few weeks ago. And we had never met before, and um, there's a big language barrier. They speak Korean. I speak English. And um, never the twain shall meet. But when she heard Focus on the Family and saw my face, she jumped up and gave me wow. the biggest hug. Mm -hmm. And so when you encounter people like that, don't they? Don't they, um, uh, Mario and Carrie? They mm -hmm. change you. And there's mm -hmm. a reason for that, and it's because it's, I think, in our DNA. Mm. Mario, is there something in the Dropbox film that you, um, after you experienced it, then you had the opportunity uh, to think about it more. Was there something in there that you said, you know, maybe somebody watching this will get it? Just how profound, uh, how much joy the children brought, the people of the church. Um, you know, we live in a culture today where um, your child's not perfect, so we want to dispose of it. You know, it's it might have a special need, it might have a learning disability, whatever it is. Um, but those children... I mean, have joy. And God is using those little people for his purpose. Mm -hmm. And Reese, um, I mean, Jim, just 
like what you were talking about, about your buddy. I mean, Reese can't talk. She can't walk. She's wheelchair bound. She has seizures every day. And she is absolutely um, the biggest blessing in our family. And our other girls realize that. Our other girls realize how much of a light she is in our family and how much of a joy she is in our family. In fact, I tease Kyle's older sister. I tease her that, you know, you're going to have to work really hard to have near the ripple effect on the people around you. Is <laughs> and, what and Kyle does. Reality. And he can't say a word. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. that I, was the thing, the joy. How about yeah. you, Karen? I would add to that. Um, I think also watching um, the Lee's joy, Pastor and his wife, um, while pouring themselves out that way, I think it gives people hope because, um, you know, I've experienced that where when Reese was a newborn and I was, or actually before she was born, I remember sitting in the neurosurgeon's office when I was pregnant and we knew she was going to need brain surgery right away. And we were sitting in the waiting room with a dad who was playing with his son who had severe special needs. His head was deformed and all I saw was joy and love. I didn't Mm. see tears. I didn't see, um, poor us this is so horrible I saw love and joy and we didn't speak to each other I didn't talk to him he didn't say you know what this is going to be fine but God used his joy to give me hope mm-hmm. and to know that you know what this is going to be okay and I'm going to be with you through this and there it might will be tough be, it, it be may tough. be tough it is it is tough um but there's so much joy that I didn't know would be there. I didn't expect. It's a supernatural joy. It is supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I see that in Pastor Lee. When when I watch the movie, I see joy in that house. And I think it gives it gives me hope, but I hope that it also gives other people hope that, you know, God's joy doesn't always make sense to us. How can you be living in that circumstance with so much joy? It just points to Jesus because it is supernatural. So um, I loved that. And I, you know, like you said, when you finish watching the movie, you just go, what can I do? Like, Mm. I was just inspired by his life and how much, um, how he is just living out his faith in a way that, you know, I'm not. And it inspired me, like, I want to live like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a meaningful life. Mm. Jim, I want to give you an opportunity of people going to, uh, one of the showings is going. They're going to see more than just the documentary itself. But what are some of the things that uh, Focus is encouraging people to take from this film and go out and be active with? Yeah, yeah. The experience does include a short, very short pre-show. We show the film, and then there's a panel discussion afterwards. Afterwards, that includes Brian Ivy, and if you heard part of his testimony earlier. Um, he shares uh, much of that, what inspired him to do the film and the pathway he was on when he encountered the story and the pathway he wound up on once he finished the film. And we think that's as, that's a that's a terrific story about God's intervention. You know, the collision course between Brian and Pastor Lee changed everything for Brian. And in fact, it changed his family. I've met his younger brother, uh, um, his parents. All of them have turned their eyes back towards Christ as a result of this encounter. Mm. And and so it also speaks to that ripple effect of when somebody leads their life sacrificially, you see Christ in them. And so mm-hmm. we, we describe an awful lot of that. Um, Stephen Curtis Chapman and his, his wife are also part of that panel discussion. Uh, you know, that they've adopted children and, and they talk about the value of that. But we have a program here at Focus on the Family called Wait No More. And our goal, it's a little bit of an audacious goal, but our goal is to wipe out the foster adoption wait list in America. 
And that is an attainable goal. We point out that there are three times as many churches in America as there are kids on the foster adopt wait list. So if we could find a way to encourage um, a, cu- a couple, a family from one in three churches and have the rest of those families wrap around them to make sure that they're well cared for and well supported, we as Christians and the Christian church could wipe out that waste wait list mm-hmm. and every one of those children could have a forever home. That's a big challenge, but you know what? Here in the state of Colorado, we've actually knocked that list out by half. And so that's attainable. So that's one of the things that we want to encourage people to do is think about your role as it pertains to caring for the orphaned and the disadvantaged in our world. So Mario and Carrie, if if your story's like mine and Diane's, you know that you can't do this on your own. Mm. So we need help. We need, and and sometimes if people come to us and ask us, how can I help you? We don't know what to say. You know who the biggest helps are? People who just dive in <laughs> and do it, right? They sort of um, they embrace you and say, you're going to be my friend whether you want to or not, and I'm going to do stuff for you. Mm. And so we point out that if you can cook or clean or drive or babysit, or play with a child or, or do those kinds of things, then you have a role supporting a family that has taken on the challenge. And, and so we, mm-hmm. we lump together in that case families with foster kids who almost always come with significant challenges, mm-hmm. as well as families who have special needs children, whether they're, they're natural children or they're adopted children. Um, the point is that you have a part to play. Now, some people will choose to take on the challenge of actually adopting kids, and that's a pretty ultimate and that's a big commitment but everybody can do something. So we call that wrapping around that family. So helping support them with anything from respite care to prayer to cooking meals to being a friend to that child. You know, uh, one one person I know described a teenage girl that would come over uh, twice a week and jump on the trampoline with their little daughter. Mm. Mm. And how much that meant for them, for that little girl to have a friend who actually set time aside and did it consistently for years and showed up to support the family, support that little girl and be a friend to her. So that's the that's the call is consider your your role as a, you know, as Brian puts it so well, as that father, you know, what is your role as a parent to the kids in our culture who need it the most and those families who are taking them on, you know what, there's something you can do. Mm. And if you see the drop box and what Pastor Lee does, there's absolutely no excuse. He, he, well, yeah, <laughs> he, really, he sets the bar. He sets the bar really, yeah. really, yeah. really I mean, high. Come on. Yes. I was, I was going to say, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of room between what he's doing <laughs> and what you could be doing. Just a tad. Yeah. Just well, a well, in fact, even hearing Mario describe um, Reese, their little girl, Reese, and um, I say little girl, you know, I, I call my, my son a little boy. He's <laughs> right. 23 now. But, right. um, but I, you know, Kyle, if you ever meet him, mm. he's really relatively easy to care for so he's got significant learning disabilities and he doesn't talk and all that but right. you know what he's pretty easy compared to the to the what i see many families having to go through every oh day. seriously we've got a phone line open 602-508-0960 if you'd like to win tickets uh if you'd like to take a small group or something like that uh, as long as we have the tickets to give we will 602-508-0960 right now the uh, showings are next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. If you'd like to go online and select your tickets, purchase your tickets, you can do so. The Dropbox film. And, uh, Jim, just uh, we have you here for another 60 seconds or so. Uh, just your last uh, admonishment for people to go see this movie and the importance of seeing it 
in the theaters next week. You know what? Go, because if, if you want to be inspired, if you want to catch a glimpse of God and his love, you know, when I became a dad, I suddenly came to, uh, to understand better what God means when he calls himself my father. So if you want to catch a glimpse of what it means to be a loved one, to be a child, to be a father, go and watch this film because it'll inspire you and help you catch a glimpse of what God really means when he says that. Agreed. Jim, thanks for your time. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Mario and Carrie, God bless you guys. You too. God bless you too. All right. We have just a few more moments left. We're going to come back and close the show in prayer as we always do. If you would like to win tickets, you can right now, 602 508 960 That's 602-508-0960. And as long as I have tickets to give away, we will do so. You're listening to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360, KPXQ.